Hello. Hello. Yo. What is up? Um, what is up to everyone who's listening to this? This is this should be um the Supreme Seller Stories Volume Four. I'm with Kayan Soul. Is that right? It's uh, it's just like Ryan with a K, so it's like Kayan Kayan Soul. Okay, Kayan Soul. Is that your name? Ka- yeah, it's actually my real name. Um, Kayan is my my government first name, and Soul is my middle name. All right, so he has over forty five thousand followers on Instagram. He owns a store in Portland called Hair. Is that right? It's uh, it's it's actually pronounced Air. Okay, so air, and he owns Slash and Burn. Um, would you call yourself a model? I wouldn't. I would not call myself a model. No. Um, an entrepreneur. Definitely, most definitely. All right, so I'm just start off. Oh well, we already know your name, so I'll just ask your age and where you are from. Okay, um, I'm 24 years old. And um, I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, at the age of two, I moved to Brooklyn, New York. And um, mm-hmm. I've done some moving around since then. But um, I live on the East Co- I mean, I live on the West Coast now, my bad. But um, I would still identify as like a New Yorker at heart. All right. So um, when did you, when and how did you start? reselling and getting into supreme it's kind of a funny story um i really didn't mean to get into this this uh community um i just uh i appreciated um like street art and and streetwear from a really early age because uh my my family is like pretty involved and you know my both my uncles are graffiti artists and um i just had like an appreciation for for nice things, you know, at an early age because of people around me. But um, really uh, what got me into it was um, I used to go and I used to work for this guy in uh, Northern California and he would, um, he would try and, uh, and pay me as little as possible by like, like auctioning me off like old things of his um, because I was young at the time and I didn't really have a lot of money or nice things. And so he was, you know, he thought it was as a way to come up on me. Um, And one of the, one of those ways was he would break out his old Supreme stuff and um, he would be like, Oh, like, like, look, youngin, like you're going to be fly. Like you gotta, you gotta get one of the, like, you gotta get this, like this, this is your size. And so he was like, he kind of like pushed me into like, like, you know, um, wasting my money on some of his old stuff. And, um, you know, at the time I thought I was really overpriced because, you know, this was back in like 2011 or something like that. And I didn't really, um, I didn't really like, I wasn't aware of the aftermarket. And so I, uh, I ended up with just like a few random things. Um, like I had like a couple ashtrays and like some beanies and stuff like that. And, um, I ended up, uh, what happened? I basically, I had a couple things and then my uncle actually ended up going to prison for a while. And I, I ended up with all of his old polo pieces and he had like this one Supreme shirt in there. And I was like, Oh, this is really fly. And so I started wearing it a lot. And, um, 
and so then long story short somebody just told me I think that's what it was like somebody like offered like I think I posted a picture of what I had and that like it was like an ashtray or something and then um basically uh like somebody offered on it and I was like really confused because I didn't know that there was um like like he offered me like 90 or 100 dollars or something like that for something that I had paid like 30 bucks for and so I was really confused by that but I sold it to him and so after that you know hashtag supreme for sale was mm-hmm. like that was there on Instagram but it was it was a really small amount of like posts like so I didn't really start on Instagram I started on Facebook really like in uh like Facebook groups but then um after that, you know, I just had like a little collection and like nothing really worth much. And I would just post, um, you know, get a couple, I got a couple sales, a couple trades going on. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it kind of just went from there. So you would definitely call yourself more of a collector than a reseller? At this point, yeah. Like I was always a collector, but I didn't really have the money to sustain myself. Like I feel like that's like the classic the classic dilemma with um with like some of these resellers at least is like they you know they they're young kids and they they can't really they don't have a real income and so they have to flip a lot of the stuff that they get whether or not you know it's, it, it goes both ways some people are just trying to make money some people are trying to make a little bit extra just so they can cop that thing that they want you know but um for me it was definitely the latter like i i just had to resell some of the stuff just because i knew that you know, if I made a few good deals, I could I could get the thing that I wanted without really having to break into my own funds, which were really mm-hmm. limited at that at that point in life. Um, but yeah, you know, it was just like a way of life, and 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 really, what it came down to is I would just trade up. That was my that was my real secret for like getting big pieces. Is I would just like finesse a trade essentially. Um, but yeah, I would say now, like now, you you you'll catch me like. I'll sell something once in a while, but it's like, you know, like once every like two months or something like that. You know, if it's just something I don't need anymore. Do you have any specific items that you would say your, was your biggest flip? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know about like a specific item, but I've definitely had some really big flips where I'll, I would get something for like, you know, like I, like the most common like the easiest one to reference would probably be like a box logo, you know, um, mm-hmm. just because I, I, I would get them for low prices and then I, I would wear them and hold on to them for a while. And like, you know, there was definitely times when like back in the day, like I could unarchive some posts and show you some stuff where it would be bundles, like two, two super rare box logo tees. And I'd be selling both of them for like 150 bucks or some crazy shit. And, um, you know, but like, wow. I would say like yeah, I picked up some shirts for like a hundred or like a hundred and fifty dollars, and then like flipped them for like a thousand, you know, like things like that. <laughs> uh, what would you say is the reason that you've, uh, you know, grown your Instagram page to be so big? Um, that was kind of an accident. Um, I was honestly just like a seller, um, kind of what you were saying, but then, uh, I put like. I don't like I I don't really have it written down anywhere but I have a pretty good sense of how it happened chronologically of like my growth um but I think I think how it really went was like 
I was selling and I was trading and I had good relationships with the really small community that was on Instagram. So a lot of people knew me already, even though I wasn't very big. And then um, I remember one night I was at my dad's house in, uh, in New York um, over in Coney Island. And I was, uh, I took a picture in front of the mirror and, and before there had been no, I hadn't posted any pictures of myself on my page at all. And at that point in time, you know, this was like, I want to say like, you know, I had been around for like a, like two years or something like that on Instagram already. So it was like 2013, 2014. Um, and I posted a picture of myself and it had been the first time ever that I'd done it. And no one was really doing that back in the day. Like that was like when, if anybody posted a picture of themselves, they would always do like that hand over the face thing. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and Anyway, so um, I I posted a fit pic, essentially, and it got way more likes than, like, any of the other pictures that I had ever posted. And I got a bunch of messages and, like, comments on it, and they were like, yo, like, you need to start posting, like, your fits more, because, like, you can actually dress pretty well. And I was like, all right, like, you know, like, I will. And so that didn't really, like, gain me, like, too much traction or anything, but it definitely started to, like, shift my page a little bit to, like, you know, it made it a slightly more personal to look at. And, um, and then what really did it for me though, it like, you know, the I could five, say, four, one method. yeah, bro. Like I could, I could bullshit you and like, say it was like, whatever, like I have something else, but like really what did it for me was the five for one method, bro. I, I came up with that shit and it really like that, that spawned from me just being OCD about stains, bro. Like I would, it, it came from me being super OCD about stains and then also finding good deals on things that were that were messed up. And then I would, in turn, I'd get them for cheap and then I would restore them. And, you know, but that was before I had that that powder, um, the RIT dye remover. And so, you know, I try all kinds of weird. Or I go to like a convenience store and I buy like all the weird little things that were like a couple bucks. Like I just try them out. And uh, and then finally, it just came, like what really happened was I bought a snakeskin box logo t-shirt and it came to my door and it, the whole package was just covered in mud. Like the whole thing was, you know, you know what color the, those USPS like uh, mailers are, you know, they're like porcelain white. Yeah. Yeah. So this thing was like coffee, like brown, like really dark. And I was like, Oh my God. You didn't try getting your money back. No, dude, because it was, um, I can't remember the situation, but it was like, I got, like, I did something, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I, like, gifted the payment or something like that. And it wasn't really, like, the seller's fault besides the fact that he just didn't, like, double bag it type of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He could have, he could have put it in something else and that probably would have saved it. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't be shit if that hadn't happened to me. So, <laughs> so, uh. So I posted the shirt and I got a huge reaction out of it. And I was like, I'm going to clean this. And so I, I did. And I, and that was the first time I used the, the, the five for one method and I didn't post about it yet. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, this thing came out brand new. Like this probably looks better than when the dude shipped it to me. And, um, and, and, and it was like destroyed too. Like if you go back on my Instagram, like that thing was disgusting. And, uh, so anyway, so I, I fixed it and I was like, there's got to be something that I can like gain out of like 
out of this. You know what I mean? Because because I was showing people in my local community and like Facebook and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, like you can charge people for this. Like you can make money off of this." And I was like, honestly, like I don't really want to charge anybody for this. I just want to like be recognized for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, I posted the shirt, and then I was like. Uh, like I got all, I, I I think I posted it clean and everybody freaked out. And I was like, all right, if you guys want to know, I think I was at like 3000 or 4,000 followers at that point. And I was like, if you guys want to know how to do this, I'm not going to release the secret until I get to 8,000 followers. And so I got to 8,000 followers in like a day, bro. Wow. And yeah, it was crazy. Like, I don't even know how it really happened, but like people just like fucking told everybody. And like, I, I like I, my numbers shot up super quick. And then after that, you know, I posted a couple more. I'd post a video, a new a new box logo doing it and it would just go viral, bro. And, you know, like, I, I don't know how many I posted over time, but I'm not going to post another one until I like really film a good mm-hmm. professional one because I think that's what it really needs to, to do it justice and like to take it to the next level. Cause I want to put it on YouTube and stuff too. Yeah. You can make um, money off that. Yeah. And, and just like Instagram is, is a big platform, but like, you know what I mean? Like I can only reach so many people and um, but you know, like I think the first one I posted, it was like a hundred thousand views or something. And I was just like blown away. And that, that gained me like, a couple thousand more followers and so soon i was at like ten thousand or twelve thousand followers and i was like wow this is this is happening quick and um and so and like this was only like a year and a half ago i want to say like maybe like close to two years now but like it wasn't that long ago that i like was relatively unknown besides like to to like uh you know, like I was always known, but like known as like a good, like, like as a stand up like guy, like as in the selling like marketplace, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, man, like after that, like it was just like a wrap. Like I, I remember like one of them that I posted, like one of the videos I posted, like I think it got like six, like, like 590,000 views or something like that. Wow. And so, yeah. So like after I broke like half a million, I was like, wow, like this is this is some crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't really know how to react. And, um, and so, yeah, like I've, you know, like I've maintained my page by like, um, you know, like putting on the fits and stuff. And like, I opened my store a little over a year ago. Um, and so like, you know, like my, my blood is in the culture for sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in the trenches with this shit, but, um, I don't know, you know, like the five, four, one definitely, definitely you know made me for sure (laughs) could you quickly just um like tell the story of how you started your store and what it's up to now yeah um yeah sure yeah I'll I'll try to jump through that real quick so um it was it was pretty random too almost just like you know just as random as as me getting into this community um I was like I was just sitting at home and one of my best friends, um, he, so like a little background for you guys right now. I live in, right now I live in Eugene, Oregon, which is about an hour and 20 minutes away from Portland, Oregon. And that's where my store is located. And so I commute there every week. Um, and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be there full time, uh, after next month. But anyway, um, 
go back a little bit and so we're like this is like a little like a year and like three months ago or something like that and um because we opened the store on like a whim bro like it wasn't it wasn't like a planned thing like we had talked about like pop-ups or like you know getting a u-haul truck or something like that and like just open it up on campus at u of o or or psu or something like that up in portland and like just like you know selling grails out of the back of the truck type of thing but um we had never like been serious about it. And and when I say we, I mean me and uh, uh, Cam Gilly, who's my business partner at AIR. And um, so anyway, so he moved up to Portland, um, you know, like, like uh, right before we opened the store. And we had another friend named Liam and he had a store um, that sold like, kind of like, uh, just like European high fashion. And it was a really, it was like a little boutique, you know, it was a very select um, clientele that would shop there. And he, he basically had an opportunity to move out of the country and go work um, for somebody that he really wanted to work for. And so he essentially came to me and Cam and he was like, Hey guys, um, I don't know how serious you were when you were talking about, um, you know, like when you were just mentioning, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we opened a store like kind of thing. And he's like, I don't know how serious you are, but um, he was like, I'm going to be leaving. And if you guys want to take over the lease on my store, he was like, you know, you could you could get yourself a, a really nice retail space without really having to hunt for it because I could just get you guys in there. Um, and so we we pretty much grabbed all of our savings. I got all my grails together. He got all his stuff together and we bought a ton of stuff. And we opened a store in like three weeks and um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And honestly, like I was at, we were at dinner last night, me and Cam and, you know, he was telling me, he was like, when we started this thing, you know, I thought it would have been like a good six months run, you know, a a cool little business that we, that we had and and failed, you know, something like that. And, but no, we're going strong and we're growing. Um, exponentially i want to say like every day you know like yesterday um you know travis scott came in sheck west came in bloody osiris came in they all showed love um it was awesome and and so you know we're starting to get traction people are starting to notice the store and you know the trail like our our local nba team um has started to shop with us as well the trailblazers and um so it's it's definitely becoming something bigger and um, our we're branding our merch really well, and our, our merch is all over the U.S. right now. People, I see people wearing that stuff all over the place, and um, you know, not just like with the Travis Scott stuff, but it's it's been great. Like we we've been you know rappers on tour will come through, and we've got a, we've we've been able to make a lot of cool connections. We put on shows, um, we put on our own shows. We've we've done uh, collab events. We've done art galleries. We're 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 doing like we're more than just a store, bro. Like we're doing a lot right now for our city. I want to say. Um, all right, man. If you had to send the listeners out with one message, what would that be? Honestly, as cliche as it sounds, man, um, and anybody who's listening, I, I just follow your dreams. Seriously, like you know, I could have been doing anything, and I probably would have been fine with it but you know doing something um that you are really passionate about and you have fun with and if you can make some money doing it then 
then really pursue that. And, and it's not going to come easily. It rarely ever does. Um, you know, it didn't for me and it, I don't think it does for, for some of the greatest out there. So, you know, just really put that work in and, you know, and I know it sounds, it sounds cliche, but like work, work fucking, you know, proves work will, will, uh, show you success. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a talker, man, but just work hard and, and you'll see success. I promise. All right, man. Thank you for joining me. Peace out. Yeah, man. Have a good night, Sam. You too.